0: Well, hello, and praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Frank King. Welcome to this episode of my podcast. Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, the one who was dead and now is alive forevermore. Praise God. Today I want to talk about worry and anxiety. I want to encourage you to not worry or be anxious about your life. The truth is, there are many reasons for people to be anxious about life these days. Terrorism is one of them. It no longer just happens in other places. Terrorism exists in America. The cost of living is another reason for people to be anxious. Chronic diseases are another, especially dreadful diseases like cancer and Alzheimer's. The list goes on and on. We tend to experience anxiety or worry when we feel overwhelmed by a problem or challenge in life and we don't see a way of resolving the problem. Even if we are confronted with a problem, if we know what to do about it, we tend to not have anxiety about it. As for anxiety and worry, I want you to know that we don't have to go with the flow of this world. Of course, it's easy to go with the flow, but that's not God's will for our lives. In this episode, I want to talk with you from Luke chapter 12. There, Jesus gives his disciples some counsel on how to move beyond a life of anxiety and worry. This is not just some historical information. No, I believe these principles will work for us nearly 2,000 years later. It may be more of a challenge to do so today, but we can get our life out of worry and anxiety mode. In Luke chapter 12 and verse 22 from the NASB version of the Bible, Jesus advises his followers to not worry about food and clothing. He says in verse 22, do not worry about your life as to what you will eat, nor for your body as to what you will put on. Now, food and clothing are two of the most basic necessities in life. Most of us take them for granted because we are so well provided for in those areas. But for others, getting ample food and clothing can be a daily struggle if you're one of those persons and you are a follower of christ jesus is speaking specifically to you saying don't worry in the next verse verse 23 he explains why we should not be preoccupied with food and clothing he says for life is more than food and the body more than clothing. Of course, food and clothing are important. God has made us in such a way that we need food to function. And since Adam and Eve sinned, we have to put clothes on to cover our nakedness. These are important, but life is much more than food and clothing. Do you know what is the cure for anxiety and worry in life? The cure is to place your trust in God. If you really trust God, your life will not be dominated by anxiety and worry. So Jesus gives us some reasons why we can trust God. One reason we can trust God is because he feeds the birds verse 24 consider the ravens for they neither sow nor reap they have no storeroom or barn and yet god feeds them how much more valuable you are than the birds before i read this passage many years ago i didn't see it the way jesus is saying it here to me the process by which birds got food, looked all happenstance to me. But here Jesus says, no, that's not true. He says God plays an active role in providing for all those birds in the air. And he says we are more valuable than those birds. Another reason we should trust God and not worry is because worrying changes nothing. Verse 25, which of you by worrying can add a single hour to his lifespan. If you then cannot do even a very little thing, why do you worry about other matters? From a practical standpoint, worrying is a waste of time. It's human nature to worry, yes, but it is a complete waste of time. Still, when we have a serious problem, Worrying is sometimes the main thing we do, but it's a complete waste of time. It will never bring you closer to the solution. We know that what Jesus is saying here is right, but many of us find ourselves living in worry anyway. Thirdly, we can trust God, Jesus says, because God dresses the lilies of the field verse 27 consider the lilies how they grow they neither toil nor spin but i tell you not even solomon in all his glory clothed himself like one of these but if god so clothes the grass of the field which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace how much more will he clothe you, you men of little faith. When we read these verses, namely verses 27 and 28, we have to think back in history. During Jesus' day, they did not have fuel sources like electricity and gas and oil, etc. Fuel was almost any kind of combustible matter, including the dried lilies of the field. Still, God chose to dress the lilies better than Solomon had been dressed during the most glorious time of his reign. And Jesus says, hey, if God dresses the lilies of the field, which are here today and gone tomorrow, how much more will he dress you? Finally, we can trust God because Jesus says God already knows that we have need of the things that we need. Verse 29, and do not seek what you will eat and what you will drink and do not keep worrying for all these things the nations of the world eagerly seek. But your father knows that you have need of these things. Among Christians, there's nothing we need to make it in life that's unique to us. The nations of the world are seeking the same things that we are, but we are the children of God, and it is a basic requirement for a father to meet the needs of his children. The good news is that our Heavenly Father is all-knowing and fully capable of of providing for his children. When you think about what Jesus teaches here, as we have just talked about, it comes down to our faith in God. And when I talk about faith in God, I mean it from a practical living standpoint, not just faith that he sent his son who died for us and one day he's coming back to us also to us jesus seems to oversimplify this serious issue of anxiety and worry come on he teaches about having faith in god based on birds being fed and pretty flowers being clothed we have all read and studied jesus's teachings we know he could have given us something deeper than those things as examples But you see, that's the point. It doesn't need to be any deeper than that. It's really just that simple. God is our Heavenly Father, we are his children, he knows what we need, and he is faithful to provide for his own. That's what Jesus is teaching in the verses that we have studied today. We gotta have that practical concept of faith to believe that God is with us each day and we trust him as our provider. That's how we move beyond anxiety and worry. Now, is this simple for us to do? No, but one of the problems is that we have accepted it as okay to live our lives in a mode of anxiety and worry. And from Jesus' teaching here, it's not okay, not for the people of God. One of the purposes of the Word of God is to challenge us to bring our lives in line with God's will for us. And I'm saying that the will of God is for us to move our lives out of that mode of worry and anxiety. That is an abnormal lifestyle for Christians, and it is hazardous to our health. We won't get there overnight, but if we don't take the first step, we will never get there, my friend. The reason this message resonates with us so well is because many, if not most of us, are seriously worried or anxious about something or some things even as I speak. That's why I have come to proclaim the good news, hallelujah. God is our Father. He is greater than anything that we are emotionally stressed about. And he's able to supply all our need according to his riches and glory. And he's calling us to trust him for that. And through the word of God, I have come to wage war on the spirit of worry and anxiety. The question is, why should we be stressed out and worried about things we can't change when we serve a God who is in total control? Amen. Praise the Lord. My friend, I hope that you were blessed by this episode as we've talked about not being anxious or worrying about life. That God we serve is more than able. Amen. Praise God. Well, listen, until next time, this is Evangelist Frank King saying make heaven's best be